Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here we are on this just absolutely gorgeous Tuesday. As much as I love winter, and I love winter, I love the snow, I love everything about it. I'm crazy that way. After a few months of just completely freezing your ass off, there comes a moment where even I, as a lover of winter, say I've had enough. And I tap out. I just beg for the warm weather. I beg for spring. And usually it coincides with baseball returning. And since baseball returned over the weekend with those beautiful spring training games, I need the warm weather. So this morning when I went outside and it was 42, I was like, oh, not bad. And then when I'm driving to work with the windows down and it was 52, I wanted to sun myself. I wanted to rip my shirt off and say, here we are, spring. We're here, baby. Then you would have caught cold and had to call in sick and had to cancel your trip to spring training down <laughs> Port St. Lucie. You'd be pissed off at yourself. So it's a good thing you didn't do that. I do want to make something clear. I am not going to spring training. I'm going to visit my sister who lives sure. in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> you're going to spring training because you're going ma- to talk with Pete Alonzo. Yeah, I'm, I'm making a day oh. of my other trip mm. to say, hey, I got some business oh. to attend to. That's convenient. Well, I think my sister knows that it's important I have a conversation with Pete about this contract extension and about my beard and try to make peace with him and David Stern. So, I mean, so you found a way to weasel to spring training. Yes. Yeah, but here's why I didn't. Exactly what that sounds like. Here's why I didn't weasel to spring training. And I think you guys have to admit, I don't get a victory on this. I don't think I'm able to go to a game. I think I'm able to go, have my meeting, potentially work some magic, and then I got to go. So you, I'm not actually going to get to go to a game. Right. Hence, therefore, why do you I didn't really weasel it. I mean... Can't you, why can't you go to a game? Because I have a flight to make. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't have the time to pull it off. But been. you do get to smell baseball. You get yeah. to at least see the park and smell baseball. And, Evan, correct me if I'm wrong, your sister live in Florida 365? She, I'm sorry, I'll say that again? 365 all year long? She, live she in lives in Florida? She doesn't like the summer. She escapes Florida in the okay. summer. But basically, yes. You guys notice that he happens to be going down there and, you know, when spring training You're comes? damn right <laughs> I'm going down there. Right. You want to know why? Because this is the time of year where we all need the warmth more than anything. It's so full of it. No, it's it not. was like two months ago we needed the more, warmth more than yeah. anything. I completely disagree. And, and, and just to prove you wrong, last <laughs> year, because I visit my sister in Florida once a year. Last year, late January, mm-hmm. the week between mm-hmm. the Super Bowl and the okay. championship games. And? And it was great. Like, I needed the warm weather oh, like but, we all do. Oh, you went to Disney this year. No, yeah, I didn't go that, to Disney. When there was no sports. This year, you went to Disney. Disney was year. irrelevant. I'm talking about when I visit my sister because she lives in Fort Lauderdale. Disney I, I, is in I'm Orlando. I'm talking about your Florida fix that you're getting. Well, I go to Florida multiple times. <laughs> Earning a pass to Florida here. <laughs> yeah, right? He's in Florida more than Joe. I know. You trying to tell us something? And I hate Florida. That's the funny part. Like, I'm not a fan of Florida. I only go to Florida for two things that I love. My Disney sister. And your sister. My sister, who I love, and obviously my nephew and my brother-in-law love all three of them, and I love Disney. But outside of that, the state is just disgusting. Mm. You don't love the St. Lucie Mets? No, I don't. I think uh, I'd rather the Mets trained in Arizona. I think that'd be more wow. fun. Wow, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I don't like Florida. I think Florida's ugly. Like, it really Maybe. has nothing to do, because I know people like hear the that. topography or the lack thereof? Well, it's the topography, because I think, unfortunately, in 2024, when you say something about a city or a state, everyone jumps to politics. There's mm. nothing to do with politics. I don't give a rat's ass about that. I don't like Florida, and I never did, because it's just ugly. It's flat. 
I need curves. Mm. I need mountains. <laughs> I hear you, bro. That's Don't, why you married yeah. a Latino. Don't we all? <laughs> I married a Latina. <laughs> Latina. That's right. <laughs> Cushion for the pushing. Well, you kind of did marry a Latino because your your father-in-law lives with you. That's true. I, did, I married my father-in-law. <laughs> you married the whole family. That is true. <laughs> now, we mentioned Joe Shane uh, met the media earlier today, and he also did something very, very cool. The New York football giants, and I think Sean's very aware of this, the New York football giants have, like, their own podcast network. Our buddy John Schmelk is a big part of it. John Schmelk's an alumni of WFAN. Good dude. Mm -hmm. And so I enjoy listening to them. Now, they're very company guys, which I understand. It's from the New York Giants. But I appreciate them. I think they do a very good job. And today they had Joe Shane on. And what they did is they said, listen, Joe, we're going to have callers call in and ask questions. (laughs) That's dangerous. Okay? (laughs) And I'm listening to this saying, let's go. But I didn't trust them. I, I got to tell you, Schmelke, I love you. I didn't trust you because I figured, ah, it's a giant mm-hmm. podcast company, guys. Like, what question are you really going to allow? Right. It's going to be it's gonna be grooved. Yeah. It's nothing gonna, serious. It's going to be easy. You're doing a great job, Joe. Yeah, we, um, we love you. I can't wait to see who you draft next. What receiver do you think is going to be on the That's board right. when we get there? <laughs> but I was wrong. That's not what we got. Because they allowed a fellow named Charlie to call in. And it felt like they knew it was coming. And Charlie decided to be all of you. Any Giant fan that doesn't believe in Daniel Jones, and I, I think that makes up half of the fan base. Is that fair to say? Yeah. It's a split. Like, half of you guys believe in him. Ah, in the right situation, he's mm-hmm. fine. And I think the other half of you just hate him. Like, you're done with him. You don't want to watch him ever again. Yeah, I don't think you hate. I don't think you can hate Daniel Jones. You just Not, don't like his game. His game, yeah, of course. Not as a person. Yeah. So Charlie represents those that are done with Daniel Jones. So I present to you the phone call he made to Joe Shane, and then we'll guess how Joe Shane responded. But here he is, Charlie. This might be a little friendly fire. Um, I know every time someone talks about Daniel Jones, they talk about the Minnesota game. But I can bring up 20 other games when he wasn't very good at all, like uh, the Dallas game when it was 40 to nothing, Uh, the Philadelphia divisional game when he was god-awful. What do you see in this guy? I don't get it. Especially he's got two neck injuries, ACL, had concussions. How can you move on with this guy? By the way, wow. all he had to do was end it with how about that? And that would be a Joe Beningo question. <laughs> Why don't you got what do you see in these freaking guys? He's a stiff. Tell me about this. How about that? So I commend Charlie. Like I'm not saying I agree right. with everything he said, but he brought it to Joe Shane. How do you think Joe Shane responded to this? I think Joe Shane said, those are all valid concerns, but we have faith in Daniel Jones. He's going to get healthy. Uh, the injuries were freak, and we got to get better around him. Okay. That's what I think he said. That's your guess, Sean. You don't see a lot of the stuff we see behind the scenes, the hard work he puts in, the commitment, the way his leadership rallies, and there's a lot of circumstances that went into some of the deficiencies in Daniel Jones' games, including the fact that we are a team of 53. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Loogie? Go F yourself, you jabroni. I'm the GM. You're a nobody. That'd be awesome, by the way. <laughs> you know what this reminded me of? And Tiki would do a better job of explaining this. In British Parliament, mm. they will scream and yell at yeah, politicians. They'll shout you down, man. They That's will awesome. just, like, you get a chance to confront the, another politician and scream and yell at them. And this reminded me of British Parliament. Charlie was an angry, angry person mm-hmm. from British Parliament yes. screaming at one of the leaders. <laughs> And saying, what the hell do you see in this guy? What's wrong with you? So, you ready to hear Joe Shane's response? I am. 
So that was Charlie. Here's Joe Shane. Yeah, what I see is I see a young man that has all the physical tools and athleticism to play the quarterback uh, in the NFL. I think there's some circumstances that were out of his control, and some of that's on me in terms of bringing talent in on the offensive line or depth when injuries occur where he can have some success. And and listen, D- Daniel's played um, played well in some important games. And, again, we, we have faith in Daniel. And, again, when he gets back healthy, the expectation is he'll be the starter. And we're going to continue to try to surround him with the best supporting cast that we can so he can have success. Mm-hmm. I was close. I was pretty damn close. But- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. A little bit on himself. Right. A little bit on me. Oh, that's self-deprecating. Yeah. I, I think you he just took wanted. something of all of our answers. I think probably. he did. Right. <laughs> but it's, it's you make it self-deprecating, so then the guy is not attacking Daniel Jones. If he comes back at you, he's attacking you. Right. <laughs> right? You it's take like, the blame. You take the blame. So I heard Joe Shane's answer, and I think what's funny is we can all hear what someone says and interpret it completely differently. And mm-hmm. we spoke yesterday today about Justin Fields and other quarterbacks they may go after. And they're clearly adding a quarterback, but are they adding someone to take Daniel Jones' job? Based on that answer and his defense of Daniel Jones, I lean towards, oh, wow, he really still believes in him. Yeah. Like, wow, okay. He believes in Daniel Jones. They're not. They're certainly not trading for Justin Fields, despite my mm-hmm. uh, talking about that yesterday and how I think it would make sense. I don't think they're drafting a guy in the first round. I don't think they're trading up for a quarterback. This sounds like someone that really believes in Daniel Jones. And then there was another answer that put me over the top. Go ahead. That made me realize, oh, wow. So for all the Giant fans that want to get rid of Daniel Jones, here is a question that John Schmelk asked. I give him credit. Johnny Schmelk was like, hey. I think I included the question in here so you could hear what John asked. Can you hear this? Yeah, John's in there. So hear John's question. It's a good one. And I thought the ferocity of the answer from Shane tells us all what you may not want to hear. And what Charlie certainly doesn't want to hear, and that's Daniel Jones is your daddy. Take a listen. You saw the last eight teams, the high level of play, right? Like, these guys are superheroes. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, even, you know, just go around the league. How important is it to continue to, in the league now, to have that elite level of quarterback play to compete for a Super Bowl? Is it even possible to do it without having that elite play now? Yeah, there's only so many of those guys walking this earth. Well, of course, it's very hard, yeah. But, I mean... We have a guy on our roster that played at that level again at Minnesota last year. Absolutely. In a road playoff game. You know, that's still young. So, For sure. again, it, it's in there. And, again, I think it's everybody's, you know, hyper-focused on the quarterback position, which I understand. But you also have to build a team. Like, look at Brock yeah. Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. And you, can, you can't tell me there's a team. I mean, put his talent that's around him. You know, Hall of Fame left tackle. You know, the receivers they have. The running back they have. Like. A coach that there's been continuity that's been there year over year. Those teams all did it in different ways, right? They, got, they all did Absolutely. it in different ways, and they tried to go up and get a quarterback. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and now he's with Dallas. But mm-hmm. again, so you're, there's different ways to build the team. Uh, you look across the league. You're always looking at you know different plans and how teams did it, and you know what's the best way to do it. And and we're going to do it our way. And you know we got a plan in place. And you know, we'll see how it plays out. Dude, that answer tells you everything you need to know. Daniel Jones is the guy. He said two key things that jumped out at me that confirmed this. Number one, 
when being asked about other elite quarterbacks, elite quarterbacks, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, like yeah. the elite of the elite, his immediate answer was, our guy's shown that. Yeah. Now, I don't think many Giant fans really feel that way. Like, the Minnesota game can be said over and over and over again. Daniel Jones is not Josh Allen. I don't even love Josh Allen. Daniel Jones is not Patrick Mahomes. He's just not. And then he pivots to, well, there's a lot of different ways you can build a team. Mm-hmm. Well, I took I, out I, of that. He's your yeah. quarterback. Deal with it, bro. I think he also said, you have to build the team, which is what I've been saying the whole time. It, you, there's too many holes for the New York Giants to go worry about replacing Daniel Jones with this oh, I mean, sixth overall draft pick. I know people want that because it sounds good and it, it would feel good. And, yes, we have our future while everything else around it falls apart. I think you – like the development of a team and team building is the hardest part of, of football. Getting the quarterback ultimately is the easy thing. But as we've talked about with when you have the team built, when, when we've talked about with like these quarterback situations and these issues that come up, Pat Mahomes went to a team that had a good situation around it. It was a good coaching staff. They had a winning pedigree. Um, I think Josh Allen is maybe the exception, but he grew. they grew their way into that. Brock Purdy... That team has been good for a lot of years. Mm. So he goes into a situation where it's winning already. The Giants need to, I mean, they're taking baby steps. And people want to, you know, go draft a quarterback and get them in the Super Bowl in two years. It's just not going to happen. The roster's not good enough yet. And so I think the greatest thing, the greatest opportunity that Joe Shane has right now is patience and waiting. Because there is another draft class that will come after this. Waiting for what? For put the team together. And make sure that and see if Daniel Jones has it for another year. And if not, you go get a quarterback next year when oh, when you can get away from it. Right? I know we're enamored with this quarterbacking class, but I don't think we should be. I don't think it's being enamored with the quarterback class. I think it's twofold. Um, I think number one, I think there's a lot of giant fans that have made their decision on Daniel Jones, and a part of that is his inability to stay healthy. And then two, it's where they're picking. That the hope yeah. is the Giants are not picking six next year because they're a capable football team that's too good. But they're to not be picking, picking six. one or two. If they're picking one or two, it's different. Now you could obviously trade up to one or two, mm. but there's too many holes for the Giants. To Which do that. is exactly why Joe Shane is talking the way he's talking. Tiki's not wrong. They need so many holes. They need to build a team. And he did bring up the Brock Purdy thing. All Joe Shane's doing there is being. And hold your breath, because we haven't seen this in a while, a very competent, smart general manager. He's not playing all his cards. And by the way, what Joe Shane says with his mouth is not necessarily what Joe Shane says with his actions. Mm -hmm. Because if Joe Shane really thought, hey, we have one of those guys he did at Minnesota, you know, we're not coming down to a deadline arguing with Daniel Jones about a million here or two million there. They got the deal that was ultimately good for them. That's not true. No, no, no. That's not true. This is true, because they did not go all in. You're negotiating, dude. Evan. I know You're this always going to negotiate what's best Evan, for you. If he thought that he was on the Patrick Mahomes level of the Minnesota game, then there would be no second thoughts. And also, Sean, they, that's a ridiculous no, no, opinion. Evan, mm. Evan, you're not even letting me get to this point. He has an out after two years. Why did he get an out after because two years? Because you negotiate a. You're conflating good negotiations with well, if they really well, loved him, they should have just blindly given him a fully Evan, guaranteed Evan, contract because you, you didn't have to. Evan, Sean, I okay. said this yesterday or two days ago. Daniel Jones got the deal he deserved. Yeah, I agree and, with and that. That's exactly right. And but the, that the but out is right. But that's why Joe Shane's saying that, that you know, Joe Burrow's not going to get an out like that. Jalen Hurts didn't get an out like that. He got he gave Daniel Jones the deal he should get. So him saying that he's overselling what he actually thought of Daniel Jones in that negotiation and in the contract. And bottom line is this: 
They are picking sixth overall. He has no choice but to make sure. And I'm sure they do believe in the ability of Daniel Jones. So they wouldn't have given him any kind of contract. The health comes into play there. They haven't even met with these other quarterbacks like they do, will do this week. He's also gone out of his way to say they will examine every other position. I don't think you should assume that Daniel Jones is the quarterback next year because Joe Shane said that. I think Joe Shane is being smart and not trying to get taken advantage of if they do choose to trade up or, dare I, I say, there's I, no partners and they have no choice but to play I Daniel Jones. there's always a possibility that as a GM you say things because you don't want it to hurt yourself in the leverage game. We talked about that with David Stearns last week. Yeah. You know, when Kodai Senga got hurt, of course he wasn't going to come out and publicly say we're going to go after a pitcher. What, do you want to put a sign up that says... Please, Scott Boris, rip me off. Now, mm-hmm. I don't think they're going after a starting pitcher, but even if you were, you'd never say it. So I'm with you that there's GM speak. And I think a lot of what Joe Shane said today was GM speak. But that answer specifically, when he's asked about other elite quarterbacks and his instant reaction, which he didn't have to do, is to say, well, our guy has shown that he's elite at times. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to answer it that way. No. And he chose to do that. But he, That's why I'm reading into this, and we're going to find out after free agency in the draft. I read into this what maybe doesn't fear you and certainly doesn't fear Tiki. I respect that. But fears a lot of Giant fans, which is, yeah. hey, I'm done with this guy. Are we really thinking that he's the elite-level guy that our general manager just, said he's shown signs of being? I just think because there was a lot of stuff he said today. He would have completely shut down the idea that they were looking quarterback in round one, and he did the furthest thing from that today. No. If you really believe Daniel Jones no, 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 is no, no. you what shut that say, down. What did he say about quarterbacks in the draft? The same thing he said about every position. We're not going to shut out a position where right. we're picking in the draft. So that's not – what's he going to say? We're not drafting a quarterback? That's the opposite yeah. of GM speak. Yeah, you take away every bit of leverage but, that you have. But we asked him that. Okay, so now let's just say this. If somebody came to him and said, Joe, looks like a good running back draft. Is running back open in the first round? Do you think he would have said the same position? It's completely different in yeah, no, I mean – yeah, you're not drafting a running back in the first round. Okay, but, but, Dave Gettleman. but that's uh-huh. the thing. You can. The point is, it's not really no, I'm every about position the specifically. When he says we're examining every position, he's not really examining every position. That's his way of telling you we are acknowledging that we could look quarterback in round one. So ultimately, and we're going to find out based on these answers. You think the Giants are taking a quarterback in the first round? Yeah, I'm not following your line of thinking, Sean. But go ahead, answer Evan's question. Well, my mm-hmm. point is, it's impossible to say depending on the drip. But if the top three quarterbacks go and they don't have a trade partner. I don't think Joe Shane is going to risk his job to b- draft somebody he doesn't believe in at six. And I think that's why he's keeping this open-ended about Jones coming back. You and I, Tiki, are on the same page even if we completely disagree. And what I mean by that is I think we're interpreting Joe Shane exactly the same yeah. even if our opinions on the subject are very different. Right. Daniel Jones is going to be on the New York Giants next year. And if Daniel Jones is on the Giants next year, he's going to get a chance to start. Which likely means he's going to be the starter for the New York Giants next year. Whether they draft a quarterback or not, I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not going to sit here and say I know what Joe Shane's thinking or should do or or not do. But I know that this team has a lot of holes in it. And if you watched any of their football games last year, you saw them glaringly. Mm -hmm. And quarterback was not one of them. You You know what I mean? I know Daniel Jones was hurt, but quarterback was not the big issue for the New York Giants last year. I think that to many Giant fans who are done with Daniel Jones, you're not done with him. You're not done with him just from the fact he's going to be on the roster, which we all knew. Mm-hmm. But it's one thing to be on the roster, and it's another thing to not have your replacement drafted. If the Giants draft a quarterback in the first round, Daniel Jones's career with the Giants is on borrow time. Not necessarily. Really? No. You heard what Joe Shane just said. No, no, but I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback. Okay. I heard what he let's said, and that's why I don't think say, they will. Let's say they do. Okay. And Daniel Jones plays better, or let's say they do, mm-hmm. and whoever it is, Caleb Williams or Jaden Daniels just doesn't have it. 
because a lot of these kids are not going to have it. Two or three of these these quarterbacks are going to be bust. They're never going to play real good football in the National Football League. And then what happens with that guy? You don't hold on to him just because you drafted him. And he referenced it. Trey Lance. He talked about Trey yep. Lance. But I th- they moved up to draft Trey Lance, and then they the San Francisco 49ers, and they traded him. They said, dude, you're not the guy. Sorry, we gave you a shot. See ya. We're going away. So you got to have a plan. And I think the, the problem with uh, both our teams, I think the Giants in particular, for too many years, there was no plan. It was just like, let me just grab a piece and just stick it in there. And put the, lick that thing and stick it right there. Oh, is that going to hold on? Oh, maybe that's going to stay. Yeah, it's going to stick. What oh, the crap. Is it just fell apart. You know what? Spit and duct tape doesn't hold things together. Build a foundation for something. And I think Joe Shane is doing or trying to do that. You see it in how he's drafted with the offensive linemen and even the second-round picks with Azuda. They're trying to get guys who can be depth and foundation for this team. It's not all about let me go get the sexiest player and stick a Band-Aid on a on a on a on a on a axe wound. Right. It doesn't make sense. You Build know, that if, ass first, right? If they drafted a quarterback in the first round. This is the part where you lose me. They draft a quarterback in the first round. Yes. You don't think that means DJ's done? No. Trey Lance got drafted in the first round. Yeah, but he Okay, so but here's the difference. I think that Trey Lance getting drafted in the first round and then playing a little bit of okay, time. If it's and the not- right, uh, here, let me let me let me conditionalize okay. what you're saying. Okay, if it's the right quarterback, yes, but I don't have faith that any of these guys are going to make it in the NFL. No, I really don't. I understand that, but let's say they draft. Name the guy they pick at six. I mean, it doesn't even matter. JJ McCarthy, whoever you want to pick. Who Penix, it doesn't matter. Michael Penix. Bo Penix? Bo Nix. Bo Nix, Michael Penix. Mm. I'm getting my quarterbacks confused. Mm. It's like Caleb Dre uh, or Caleb May. I put them together. Um, You draft a quarterback at six. Kid doesn't play. Daniel Jones starts right away, which Mm -hmm. I think we'd all admit in a perfect world is nice because you let the kid sit, right? Kid sits. Kid watches. Daniel Jones puts it all together, plays well. Right. Plays well. Stays healthy. Is on the field. Kid sits for an entire year. What happens next year? Because history tells me Daniel Jones becomes Alex Smith. History tells me Daniel Jones becomes John Kitna. Yes. Those are two veteran quarterbacks who played after a kid was drafted, played well, and then the team said, well, we drafted a kid. We're letting the kid play. Or he's Drew Brees. So can you you guarantee that that kid is going to be Pat Mahomes? But how do we know because he didn't get to play? You know what I mean? Like, you drafted him, and he sat and he learned. And sure, they may see things that we don't see. I think they But knew, what do you know? They knew Pat Mahomes was Pat Mahomes when they drafted him. You saw it in college. He played multiple years in college. J.J. McCarthy didn't play a ton in college. Caleb Williams moved all the hell around from Oklahoma to USC. And last year, he had a step-back season. He wasn't great. Drake May was fantastic. His brother's Caleb. That's why you keep thinking that, by the way. All right, so you go back and you look at all of these guys, and, like, there's nothing that tells you – He's a beyond doubt star in the NFL. I think even though most people didn't watch him in college, Pat Mahomes had all that talent, mm. and you saw it, right? He stood out above, it, like, on, on game tape. And so we, we're trying to evaluate all of these kids from, from college, and it just it doesn't, it doesn't look like it works. And so it's a crapshoot. I mean, I, I love the fact that we get excited about the draft, but give me a, a, a big-ass D tackle. Right, give me a, a, an edge rusher who's got unbelievable speed and skill and and, and, a, and an engine. Give me a wide receiver like Marvin Harrison Jr. who is dominant 
and looks like he's a, a man amongst boys in college. Like, give me that guy instead of a quarterback who's got so much work to do that you don't know if they're going to actually do it, and you don't know their work ethic. Right. right? You don't know what's going to derail that person. You don't know where his mind is. You don't know where his family is. You don't know what it. You know what 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 clicks his buttons, and it's just a crapshoot. And right now, what you know you have is a hard-ass worker in Daniel Jones who's had some bad luck physically, and a lot of that was because his offensive line was was horrendous. 30 sacks in six games. It's 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 embarrassing how bad they were. And I know he was hurt, but I got to tell you, a lot of it wasn't his fault. Right? It wasn't like he was taking the hits the wrong way. It wasn't like he was falling the right way. It wasn't like he was holding on to the ball too long. They sucked up front. Mm. And every time we, this comes up and you guys talk about injuries, I'm going to tell you how bad their offensive line was. What about the it was previous literally one of the worst years the most worst that you've ever seen. I agree, but what about the previous injuries? It's not just this year's injury, because that wouldn't be enough. You <laughs> I mean, know what I mean? It's other injuries that also lead to that concern. He had one neck injury. Yeah, a neck's a serious injury, though. Yeah, that was the only other one. And he, he had a couple of leg injuries, but to Tiki's point, a lot of it was attributed to getting hit because their offensive line is sucked. Go ahead. Uh, breaking news out of the Combine, Jaden Daniels has now a formal meeting scheduled with Joe Shane of the Giants tonight. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. You're wow. not drafting a quarterback. I think we learned that today. Right. Right. So you're we going to meet with all these guys. Yeah. Well, you meet with everybody. I'm not saying it's a, that they're not meeting with him and that's not mm-hmm. smart to do. I'm just, I'm telling you, huh. and we'll hmm. find out. I, I, I get that you're passionate. I respect that. I'm just giving you an opinion. I'm just I saying. do not think they're taking a quarterback in the first or second round. They will not use a premium pick on a quarterback. Will that bother you? No, it won't bother me because, again, I don't want the force inning. The okay. only point, this is the only point I'm trying to make back. Go ahead. Ravens, Bengals, Chiefs, Bills. Any of them meeting with Jaden Daniels tonight? Of course mm-hmm. not because they know they have their quarterback. So that's I'm just stressing. It doesn't mean they won't play Daniels on the They're also not with picking high enough where it would be realistic. Right. Okay. The Chargers are picking fifth. Are they meeting with Jaden Daniels? Oh, come on. That's a little different. But that is the point I am making. What's your point? Do you think they drafted a quarterback in the first round? I think if they, I think if one of these three falls to six, or they trade, uh, yeah, I think they would. All the, all those quarterbacks that you mentioned, all those teams, those guys have been paid. Uh, well, Daniel Jones got paid, no, not Daniel to the same Jones, level. Daniel Jones got paid a middling contract. Okay, but he got paid middling his, quarterback contract. His second deal. All I'm saying is, when Joe Shane says he's expected to be a star, we all believe him. Huh? They are still showing you, like other teams with great quarterbacks. I got gotcha. you. They're meeting. I'm them. just merely telling you, and we're going to find out. Unfortunately, we're not going to find out for like three more months because mm-hmm. the draft's not till late April. I'm telling you that based on what he said, and I think Tiki agrees with me on this. I don't think they're taking a quarterback. I, I do agree with you. Now we may differ on if they should or not. I don't think they are. I think what they're going to do. And we're going to get an indication soon. I think they're going to. I think they're going to resign Terod Taylor. Mm. I do. I think Terod Taylor is going to be back. Tommy DeVito is going to be in the mix. Now, Joe Shane did say, and I have the audio if you think it's important to play, but I have the audio where he does say they could add two quarterbacks. They could sign one as a free agent, and they could draft one as well. Yeah. So there's a chance we're looking next year at Daniel Jones, Terod Taylor, Tommy DeVito, and unnamed drafted guy. So I don't think it completely rules out drafting a quarterback. But I'm just I'm giving you a prediction based on his words. Okay, Here. call me out if I'm wrong. Give me credit if I'm right. Though Sean mm-hmm. won't want to do that. Though I'll tell you lately, I've been right about the Giants a lot. Been on a hot streak with the Giants. You have. I have been. I'm glad you're on my side on this one. Got the win total right. <laughs> what <laughs> your face says you've been on a cold streak with Met predictions. Too. Okay, well we're not talking about the Mets right now. <laughs> we're talking about the Giants right now. Speaking of baseball, a little bit later on, and it's not related to the off the field stuff, which is deadly serious. I now have an undisputable baseball reason why the New York Yankees and the New York Mets cannot, cannot sign Trevor Bauer. 
It cannot happen. Mm. And it has nothing to do with the off-the-field stuff, even though, in my opinion, I wouldn't sign him for the -the off-the-field stuff. (laughs) But for those that need a baseball reason, I have a baseball reason where you would be stupid to sign Trevor Bauer. We'll reveal that coming up. Plus, we make a big decision, or they make a big decision. Uh, We'll find out if I'm able to shave my beard from Lugie, Sean, and Tiki in the next couple of minutes. A proposal was made by Tommy Lugauer. It was his idea that I would have to color my beard for three straight weeks a different color every single day. And then I'd have to cut half my beard off and go to Mets opening day looking like a circus freak. So we'll get their answers (laughs) in just a couple of seconds. But I mentioned earlier that I've said many dumb things on the radio. I'm not sure what the dumbest thing I ever said was. Mark in East Brunswick, New Jersey may have the answer on that. How are you, Mark? How are you? Yeah, the, the dumbest thing I've ever heard on the fan is when you said that Nolan Ryan was the most overrated pitcher in the Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I stand by that. Nolan Ryan was overrated very, very pitcher overrated. in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, yeah that, that one's not dumb, though. I mean, I'll, you want to argue yeah. about it? You, you know Catfish Hunter's in the Hall of Fame. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. Let me, okay. Let me, let's take this piece by piece. (laughs) You're right. I over-exaggerated that he's the most overrated pitcher in the Hall of Fame because there are guys in the Hall of Fame, Gaylord Perry jumps out at me, and there's a few others that are more overrated than Nolan Ryan. So I I do have to at least admit that Mm -hmm. that was dumb. But here's what's not dumb. Nolan Ryan is one of the most overrated pitchers in the history of baseball. We talk about him like he was a god. I mean, was he really, though? Like, think about it this way. He pitched for a long time. How many times did he win a Cy Young? Like, when you win a Cy Young, you're the best pitcher in your league. He never did it. He never did it. He also walked a million guys. Great, he struck out 350 guys. What about the walks? What about the walks, Mark? What about the walks? What about the 18 career two-hitters, 31 career three-hitters, the 12 career one-hitters, the 15 200-plus strikeout seasons, the six 300-plus strikeout seasons, yeah. the 210 or 215 10-plus strikeouts? Yeah, you know what all that the is? Best I, the best strikeout in baseball. Great. Pitcher he, in baseball, he, ever, he, ever, all I, time. Okay, the there's hockey. many ways you can get people out. You can strike a million guys out. What happens when you walk the world? Does that matter? Like, do you care about that? Well, did he? He walked five guys per nine innings over his major league career. What are we talking about? Like, again, was he a Hall of Fame pitcher? Sure. He's a Hall of Famer. Not arguing that. But he's vastly, vastly overrated. When did you make that statement, and why did you make that statement? About eight years ago. But why were you? Why did you make that? Because it's bothered me my entire life, but and it why? probably came up. I don't know why it came up. He's a, he's a good pitcher. He's a Hall of Fame. Did pitcher. I say he's not a good pitcher? No, you didn't. But did I even but, say he's not why, a Hall of why, Fame? Why put blasphemy on his on his credentials? Oh, I know why. I know why it pisses me off. Um, I think they did like the All Century team, and he was viewed. He, pull up the All Century. <laughs> this is horrible. I'm sorry. You we know it's on Saturday on. morning, right? right. <laughs> sorry. Right. Bad job by me. Toward 2010 or 2001. This is 1994. Is this the moment where you say save it for the Rico? All right, don't don't pull up the all century. Did you pull up the all century team? Yes, I did. And it appears as if, unless I'm nuts, he has the most amount of votes of any pitcher. That was my problem. Mm. Like for Nolan Ryan to be viewed so casually as the greatest pitcher of all time, you're all a bunch of idiots. Mm. Like that'd be my answer. Like who 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 was the greatest catcher of all time? What does that have to do with this? I don't know. I'm just asking. In my opinion? Yeah. Probably Johnny Bench. Got it. Yeah. No Yogi Bear? I mean, he's up there. Like, Yogi Bear is an all-time great. You try to get me to say something bad about Yogi Bear? No, I'm just, I'm just asking a question. I mean, Yogi Bear is good. He's no Mickey Cochran. Is that what you're trying to get me to say? <laughs> there is a 62-year-old on the BQE right now cursing at you that you should be saying Thurman Munson. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> By the way, that cannot that Nolan Ryan opinion can't be the dumbest thing I've ever said on a fan. Definitely it just can't not. Be. Well, Definitely. to him it was. No, the dumbest thing Evans ever said on the fan is that Johan Santana's throwing a no hitter. <laughs> that is pretty dumb. We got a problem, bro. Mm. You just triggered him. We, every, no. every time. It's the easiest well, thing to trigger you. So so he, predictable. Here's why it triggers me, and it relates to this beard decision you have to make. Mm. You guys have all given me the out that because I lost the pickleball game in controversial fashion, which led to me having to continue this beard and obviously led to A-Rod Day, that if I just admitted that the out-of-bounds call that went against me <laughs> – if I admitted, well, Johan had a call go his way, hence, therefore, he never pitched a no-hitter, yep. you've allowed me out of the beard. Such yeah. a simple thing. Me just to admit that Johan Santana did not pitch a real no-hitter. But not only admit it, then you'd have to, like, champion it. You'd have, yeah. Whenever it ever came up, you couldn't go back to saying he had he pitched a no-hitter, or at least not a valid one. And I never even gave that thought. Like, That's it's right. not even a consideration that I would trade my beard to admit that kind of blasphemy. You're loyal to the Mets. No, it has nothing to do with the loyal to the Mets. It's loyal to truth. I'm loyal to truth. He pitched the no-hitter. They have nev- the Mets have never pitched a real no-hitter. Yeah, yeah they have. They pitched two of them. Dude. No, they haven't. Okay, just because you say something on the radio okay. and you say it with an angry look on your face All right. doesn't mean it's real. Like, I don't you know, know what, what I mean? my face has anything to do with it. The ball hit the line and they had a combined no-hitter, which so is stupid. the Orioles beat the Yankees in game one of the 1996 ALCS, according to your dumbass logic. Yes. Okay. Listen on that. Yeah, and don't these, call me a dumbass. All these things in sports history did <laughs> not happen. He didn't call you a dumbass. He said your logic was dumbass. Your logic is dumbass. Thank mm. you, Diggy. Oh, I'll That's give you another one. I give you another one. <laughs> Last night, and I wouldn't say this though. I think I heard Sal say this earlier, which was crazy. The New York Knicks lost last night. The Knicks won last night. No, they didn't. Evan, there was a missed call. Evan. Whimsical Evan. Whimsical Evan. Take yourself out of this. The Mets waited forever for a no-hitter. The first no-hitter they got, the ball hit the line. You don't find the comedy in that. You can't look from out. You can't be not whimsical here for a second. No. Really? No, it has nothing to do. Who cares? We waited all this time for a no-hitter, and it's tainted. That doesn't bother you in the slightest? Who brought up Johan's no-hitter? Sean. Oh, Sean, why do you feel the need to do this every once in a while? Because he wants to trigger you. No, no. The comment was... You believe that the dumbest thing you've ever said on the radio is not the Nolan Ryan thing. Mm. I am bringing up something else dumb you've said on the radio, refusing to ignore that that clearly wasn't a no-hitter. It was a no-hitter because it was a no-hitter. Just because you say something on the radio with that dumb face doesn't make it right. Dumbass. Let me me solve this. Do other people hold the same opinion about Nolan Ryan as you? I think a few people do, yeah. Do other people in your, like, status as a host of an afternoon drive show. They never talk about it because they realize it's not worth talking about. <laughs> but do other people have the opinion that... That, that no one's overrated? Met, no, that the Mets have not had a no-hitter. It's such a dumb thing to say that I don't... Just because you find me a bunch of dumb people to repeat something that's so asinine, does it make it reality? Like, I don't know what to tell you. He pitched a no-hitter. But yo, but yo, every, there's a lot of people that believe that he didn't. Okay, well, they're wrong. Like SNY, we're on SNY right now. Right. Hello, SNY. They will play a Mets Classics, yeah. and it's labeled Johan Santana's no hitter. Yeah, I want it. all of you to announce to SNY on looking at the camera and say it that they are a bunch of liars. <laughs> that they lie to their audience every time they post Johan Santana no hitter. Tell look, them that. Go you're, ahead. You're, you're getting triggered by my questions here, but well, I'm, I'm 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 asking you questions for a reason. Well, I'm I'm answering them. All right. So there's many people that believe that Johan Santana did not. Correct. Many people effectively. Like, he, like, officially he did, but effectively he didn't. Okay. Right. Sure. So the fact that you said that, it's not unique. And people say it. But the fact that you said Nolan Ryan 
is one of the most overrated pitchers in base in, in the Hall of Fame. That's mm-hmm. kind of unique. Okay. So that would be dumber than the Johan Santana. Uh, I'm, I'm confused. <laughs> All I know is I want Sean to look into the camera and tell SNY they're a bunch of liars. SNY, I appreciate a wonderful lunch once a year. Stop playing the Johan no-hitter and labeling it as such. You're a liar. It's a one-hitter. <laughs> okay. Lugie, your turn. Tell us and why they're a bunch of I'm liars. I'm not going to tell us and why they're a bunch of liars, but let's right. be real. I'm sure right. S and Y would admit this. There's only so many Mets classics we could play anyway. I mean, we've seen the Bartolo <laughs> home run for about 400 times. There's only so many you could pick from, so they do that one. It's a no-hitter, but it's tainted. Okay. It just couldn't be All right. tainted. All right. I can I can live with that as a Met fan. You'd rather have it not tainted. Yeah, he You'd is, rather have a pure one. I don't He's care. burying his oh. head in the sand. He's burying his head in the sand, and I find that offensive. It's tainted, and that sucks that the first no-hitter in their franchise's history is tainted. I don't bury my head in the sand. I'm not whimsical, and it sucks. Okay, Sean, can you do me a favor? From now on, can you not just randomly bring up this no- Johan no-hitter so we have to argue about this all the time? No problem. I got a dumber you. thing you've said on the go, radio. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, and it plays into the SMY thing. You know, last week you told me that that only counted for two points. It was not a bigger deal if the Rangers beat the Islanders outdoors, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Also a dumb thing you said, because SNY at every turn make sure to throw on a Dave Malicki game, <laughs> one of a million Yankee Met games. Why is that a Met classic then? Easy answer. Easy answer. Uh-huh. That, that was the first. Well, that was Do the first Ranger first... game in front of 80,000 people. No, they've played outdoor games, bro. In front of 50,000 people. Stop <laughs> it! Now <laughs> Lorash is pissing me off. Stop <laughs> it! It's your first. We all remember our first. Anyhow, let me get this over with. About a week ago, Tommy came up with what he thought was a very, very fair plan for me to get out of growing this grotesque Pete Alonzo-inspired beard. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, it's Pete Alonzo-inspired because I would not uh, shave until he extends his contract. It started with my hair. It turned into the beard because I saw him at a Ranger game and assumed, much like Jeff McNeil a year ago, he would soon extend, and I promised everyone I wouldn't shave mm. my beard. That literally was five months ago. Okay? I've been doing this for months. It's almost a half a year. There is a growing forest on my face. Clearly, unless my intervention makes a difference... The Mets are not extending Pete Alonso anytime soon. You never know. Now, I have the razor with me, okay? I got the razor ready. So if at some point that glass breaks and Sean and Lugie say Pete Alonso is about to extend, I'm going to whip this uh, wall razor out and I'm going to sh- I'm gonna make you shave me. I'll do it. I'm <laughs> going to say, Daddy, I shave me. I am a barber. A barber will shave you. Right. That's right. Uh, but obviously that's not going to happen. <laughs> By so, the way, just for clarity, it's extension, right? It's not just re-signing with the Mets. It's an extension. Oh, don't do this to me. <laughs> oh, so if it expires right. and then he just re-signs. That yeah. doesn't count? Does, it count? Does that count? That's a debate potentially for a few months from right. now. We'll, we'll just save that one. Just keep that one in, you know, just on the hook. Well, hopefully us. it's not. still skin over here. <laughs> hopefully it's not on the hook because Tommy Lugauer came up with what I thought was a very, very fair proposal, which was if Evan, that's me, Colors my beard every day mm-hmm. starting next week for three weeks. A different color. <laughs> you guys get to pick it. You color my beard every single day. Make me look like a circus freak. And then I shave half of my face and go to Mets opening day with a half-shaven face that that would be enough of a, of a buy-off, if you will, to get me out of this beard. But the only way this works is if all three of you guys say that's a fair deal. Mm-hmm. I put it on social media. I put a poll out there, and I was surprised. It was very, very close. It was 51%. It's not enough. 49% said, yes, that meets our approval, which is almost a win. Yes. Because for half the people, 
actually say yes and not make me suffer anymore is a victory. But now I leave it in the hands of my gods, Tommy Lugauer, <laughs> Sean Morash, and Tiki Barber. So I'll start with Sean. Right. Actually, you decide. I don't yes. even care. Well, we're going to go around yes. three here. I just want to make this clear. How many different colors are we talking about again? I just want all the rules on the table. As many as you want. How and many then, days? Well, uh, so I did yeah. the math on that. Okay. It would start next week. All right, so upon returning from Florida on March 4th, it would begin. That is three full weeks. That's 15 days. And plus the three days leading to opening day is three more. That would be 18 consecutive shows of me coloring my beard a different color. And the three days leading to opening day, including an appearance at opening day, would be a half-shaven face? That is correct. Mm. Uh, Included with an appearance with fans, I think, on opening day. You have to schedule some kind of meetup. Your book is is coming out then, correct? That's right. My book is coming out, so I may have to make some media tours. (laughs) Yes. So it's going to be a media tour as well as... We're half fish. Oh, half fish. I should mention my book is My Mets Bible. It's on Amazon right now. Okay. You can pre-order on sale April 2nd. Your answer will be met with a yay or a nay. I'll turn to Tiki Barber first. Yeah, so esteemed colleagues, we've pondered this for a couple of weeks now. We've discussed it internally. We've discussed it even with Evan. He seems to be amenable to this. I, as the this side of the glass participant in this vote, vote yay. All right. One down, two to go. What's up? I've never witnessed anybody with a half-shaven beard before, and I know how much opening day means to Evan. I, too, vote yay. I see the finish line. Loogie is standing in my way. (laughs) Life's not that simple, Evan. Number one, (laughs) did you agree to a central meeting point on opening day, let's say the Apple outside City Field, to hang out with Met fans? Because I know how you are with games. You sort of disappear. You're in, you're out. What do you you want me to do? I want you to get your pound of flesh. I want you to stand somewhere at noon and then take pictures and videos with the fans so we could get the... Yeah, you're smirking because you knew you weren't going to have to do this. I wasn't smirking You were going to try to get around it this way. You have to meet somewhere with the fans. You have to agree to a time and a place to meet with Met fans at City Field on opening day. All right, Met fans, I will be uh, in the Jackie Robinson Rotunda at exactly 12.05. Fair enough. Okay. There are some accusations against Evan Roberts circling around the internet that must be brought to the attention of the show. Go ahead. Evan, you've been accused of trimming. A trimming what? Your beard. Have I? Does it look like I've trimmed my beard? Look at me. Those that are accusing you say if you look around your mustache, it looks like you've trimmed it. No, we gave him the... No, no. The neck. The neck, Uh, not the mustache. Now, remember, wifey. I when will, you kiss with the yeah. mustache, mm. irritation. I will mm. never tell a lie. There has been trimming around my You're leg. done. You're going to have that beard for the rest of your life. <laughs> You've been trimming and not telling anybody on the mustache? Dude, it was the... Oh, <laughs> no, no, no. Settle down. Settle down, Loogie. Think about what we can see here. He's a liar and a cheat. We know that. <laughs> right. There's more here. There's, there's, there's a better yes. like, reward on our end. Like, we'll get to color his beard every single day. There needs day to be honor weeks. among thieves. Well, I'm honoring because I'm answering your question. Honestly, I want to no, 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 no. be, be clear with you. There was some trimming above my lip, and my reasoning was the hair was going into my mouth. <laughs> like, I was trying to eat, and hair would get in the oh, way. this is kind of gross. So, thank you very much. So, I did do some slight trimming, but that's it. Like, I haven't trimmed anywhere else. So much like guys that got popped for steroids. Only did it once. <laughs> I've only been pulled over once for speeding. Okay. All what right. else you been doing? No, I think this is fine. Loogie, would you agree to this? The whole deal's in place, except for when you shave half your face, you also need to shave just one ball. Excuse me? <laughs> One ball of what? What, around the old Brazil? (laughs) 
however you may approach that. Okay. That's Live gonna, uncomfortably. But that's going to be a scout's honor because who's going to check that? Well, you can get waxed. No, Kelly Clarkson! <laughs> We're going to hope that scout's honor. That's it. All right, so well, say that again. I've got to do one of my balls. <laughs> Look, we will agree to everything. This the son half, of a bitch was trimming. I know. The half beard, the, the, the coloring, all of that's in play. But as punishment for your trimming, for those couple days, one of your... Balls yeah. needs to be shaven, not the other one. Can I just speak to Lugie real quick about sure. this? Sure. I didn't lie. Like, I could have very easily looked into you and said, never did it. I'm being honest with you. I don't want to lie about that. So mm. don't you give me, mm. I don't want to say credit, no. but don't you say, all right, at least he was honest about no, it. No, you lied through omission. Because mm. all along you could have pulled me over as your confidant, as your consigliere, and said, you know what, Lug, whatever, I'm trimming. I would have said, you know what, your secret's safe with me, bro. You got me, I got you. But you didn't do that. Well, I but did. I you, put, no, no, no. No, you kept thing. it from I, us. I almost felt like we gave him permission to do that. Thank you, Tiki. Because we told him early, you have to keep it clean. Because the last thing we want is to have a raggedy-ass-looking Evan Roberts sitting next to us. You're right, Tiki. But we got him on the ropes for one shaven ball here. Can we just go with it? it I mean, that's just for Lugie. <laughs> Well, you want I, don't want, I don't want to see that whatever, at all. Whatever Lugie's fetishes are, that's, 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 that's another conversation. Like, think about this. I'm just trying to remind you that we told him you got to keep it tight. You got it's got to look clean. You can't be looking like you're homeless, right? I, I, I lean Tiki here, Tommy. I'm sorry. I do lean Tiki. I'm going to invalidate that claim by Tommy Lugauer. It is no longer relevant. It is not to be discussed, and the ball thing is up to Tommy and, and, okay. and Evan. <laughs> so I think we have an answer here. I'm sorry, Tommy, but I will just say this. If you do not accept and go back on your word, there will never be another offer again to get out of it. Go back on what word? About the coloring of my beard? If you don't accept this and yeah. you wake up and have a premonition or whatever you do and you go, you know what, I'm going to keep it a little longer. This is it, pal. Mm-hmm. It's you know what to get off the pot ton. So you're saying if this I is the decide only chance. no more deals to take advantage of this, then you better hope old Petey boys are met for life. All right, I accept. There you have it, folks. Then I accept. The tribe has spoken. All right. Mm. So on Monday you will shave me, and then no, 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 no don't we, we, will, we will die you. We will die you I on Monday. I jumped ahead of myself. <laughs> you will die me on Monday, whatever color you want, and that will begin the 18 days of coloring my beard. So whatever you guys you should make a list. You should start mapping it out. <laughs> this is kind of like coloring Easter eggs right. this time of month. We will have a plan. Don't worry. You guys are going to have a plan? We will have a plan. All right. I look forward and to the that. process. And we all look forward to it. And Ozzie and Woodridge, do you accept? Are you looking forward to my beard being a different color every single day? I just like the fact that Lugie was ruthless and thorough to the very end <laughs> and had you squirming and sweating it out. That was fantastic. Yes. Good job. Yeah, no, he did it. He he hates me secretly, yes. so he really wants He to hates see. the idea that Evan's going to get out of this in any way. Yeah. Yeah, well, at least he got a ball bag, half a ball bag. <laughs> and by the way, real quick, Tiki, no one's getting out of it. If I have to color my beard for 18 days and then walk <laughs> around City Field with half a beard, how in what planet have I gotten out of it? Do you want any Nets games in the next three weeks? Yes! Oh, nice. I'll be going there. In fact, I'll, you're going to love this. Next Tuesday is the charity winner who bid on a Brooklyn Nets suite and the added bonus of I'm in the suite with them. <laughs> So I'm going to be at the Nets game with a random person who won that auction oh, watching Nets Sixers on a Tuesday night with my beard colored God knows what. Sixers red. Oh, oh. God, that's not right. 
Whatever. What else you got, Ozzy? Gotta go. You're not allowed to take a bird bath in the WFAM bathroom before you go home to Abuela, Abuela, Esposa y Los Niños. Are you? No, are you? No, I'm going to go home. All my right. wife wants to see me every night with my colored beard. Mm-hmm. I think she's going to well, be excited about it. I mean, she wants to get rid of that beard, man. Huh? By any means necessary. <laughs> I think it's a different Evan every night. Oh. Maybe that's, that's what she's spicy, excited about. Spicy Evan's coming tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? This I don't know could, if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> this could turn Warmth into a enough, thing. Uh, <laughs> right. You're right. You're right, Ozzy. Fair point. All right, Ozzy. But have I am simpatico with you, brother. A little taste of spring today. Baseball live on the television this past weekend. Yeah. You want to know how I celebrated? How's that? Well, thanks to you guys, you turned me on to the Paul O'Neill IPA. So oh, nice. I got me some of that, oh, and nice. I drank some of that over the weekend. Yeah, was, was it good? All right. Yeah. It tasted very good, and unlike Monument Park, <laughs> after it put in guys like O'Neill, Posada, and Pino, <laughs> it wasn't watered down. So it was pretty good. <laughs> nice. Like wow. It. All right, Ozzy. Uh, I guess, as, he was, shots. as he was saying that, I'm thinking to myself, is that kind of a sellout move as a Met fan? Right. Well, I was thinking Drinking for a second. Well, for a second, I was like, is there some, another beer monument park that I don't know about? <laughs> oh, I got you. No. He just wanted to take his shots yeah, at the end. We'll come back. We'll get back to your calls. A lot of people are very upset with this deal to get rid of my beard. And also, Trevor Bauer. There are a lot of people out there that really want the Yankees to sign him. Some that really mm. want the Mets to sign him. And obviously, a lot of the fight against it has been the personal stuff, the stuff off the field, some of the stuff that still hasn't been settled. But there's a baseball reason why signing Trevor Bauer would be a monumental mistake, and it needs to be exposed. And we'll get to it coming up.